conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media, and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Row. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roco slash Girls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash Girls. Sign up today. I just came back from the salon, and for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. (laughs) Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time (laughs) with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells unbelievable. Believable. Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. My beloved OG of the AG is back. Guys, I feel like Melissa Gorga and her old nose. I have risen from the ashes like Gina Keough and returned a friend of to help my friend Vicky Gumbelson, aka Sarah Galley. <laughs> Guys, it's Andy's girls. It feels like 
I don't know, some sort of election special. Very <laughs> exciting, super MVP. Guys, it's episode 27, I believe. I'm not 100% <laughs> sure, and I'm too lazy to double check. And I am joined by my beloved OG of the AG, Damien Bellino. Damien, if I had a like an applause track, there would be like a standing O for you. They wouldn't give us. They would, they never, give, they would never give one for Gina Keo. Oh the no, same we're at, we're low budge. Okay, guys, we're low budge. Damien, how are you? I've missed you. What have you been doing? Have you been listening? Um, I have been listening. I was going to listen to, like, binge listen to every one that you did since I left just to see if there were things that you said that I felt like contradicted opinions <laughs> um, from when I was a regular co-host, and I didn't get to do it. But um, but I have been listening and keeping up. Um, I have been watching faithfully all the Housewives, um, so I'm super excited to be here to discuss. Um... Since I've departed as yeah. a cast member, I, I have actually met Miss Sonia J. Morgan. <laughs> um, I can't say too much because it was for a work thing, but she was lovely and just, just like you see on television. How is that possible that she's exactly like how she you know, appears you know to be? You're going to get with I don't with reality people, but she. There's, it's not, she's not, it's not an act. She's just exactly like she is on the oh show. Oh my God, Sonia Tremont Morgan. What was she wearing when you saw her? She was her? wearing Sonia. Sonia um, no, she the, wasn't. She, she was, was not wearing Sonia in New York. Yeah, I had sort of asked her to for the thing we were doing <gasps> with her um, because I thought it would be something that she could plug. Um, oh my God. She was wearing like a periwinkle or like, <gasps> a, like a light, what's periwinkle? Is that purple? Oh my God, is it? I it's think like it a, is. It was like a, it was a, like a purple, fa- like in the purple family um, oh, little it. dress and it was like a turtleneck. She looked very, very pretty. She's very striking in real life. Like, her skin is amazing. Her hair looks great. I always walk by her dermatologist's office, and then every time I do, and it says, like, Dr. Sadek or whatever his name is, I look up and I think of her. Like, I make a wish. I wish upon a star for, like, a phenomenal facial or something. Um, Oh, my God, Sonia. Sonia. So, yeah. um, So, it's been busy, but I'm glad to be here. I feel like we have a lot to I feel like the OC, since um, I haven't been here, like, got fucking on steroids it's been yeah the OC has been maybe the best season I would say consistently the best season of any franchise um in history like in RH history I think this was like a record unfucking believable season I feel like it topped New York's season like in in content this most recent New York season which I thought was really excellent yeah because um, I think that this most recent New York was inconsistent like the well, Bethany I mean, like, bleeding it was, like, it stuff was, it was two chunks of good TV yes with like a slow start and a weird middle like this was like you know there were like the there were the episodes that were nothing happened right I felt like the OC had very few filler episodes it was really like I mean it went from like the fall of Kelly to oh it was like God. it was like Vicky trying to come back into the group and like Kelly instantly not hitting off with anybody and then the 70s party which was like episode three and then like everyone trying to apologize and and then it was the fucking accident and then... Oh my god, I forgot about the was, accident. The sushi, so much has happened. Was, the, the sushi, sushi dinner. After that. Sushi dinner. I don't before, even remember. I think, I think it was. And then there was the accident. And then there was like Heather trying to pick a fight with Megan. And Megan shooting it down. And then Megan getting pregnant. Oh and my then god, so Ireland. much. And then Ireland. Then there was another big thing. Oh, then there was also there was Shannon. Um, Shannon's like... Valerdale. But then also Shannon's mother-in-law. Like there's just been so <sighs> oh my much god. Like, drama. So much also, drama. Kelly and Shannon, like, what would we have done without them living their lives on TV? Because really, it's like them this season. 
like Tamara, uh, God lover, she really provided me with some of the best moments of screaming in people's faces this, like, in the most recent couple episodes. Yeah. But, like, I didn't care about her fucking, like, Fitness competition? Well, I mean, like, I was in it in the sense that I enjoy Tamara trying to fight her impulses as, like, a newfound Christian. Like, I like it when she tries to hold back and then she, like, physically assaults a cast (laughs) member. Like, I'm into that because then it's full circle and she's like, wait, Jesus, I'm so sorry, my bad. And then she just goes right down the path to Tamraville. I mean, I'm... I'm into Tamra. I'm into... I don't know what it I is. Like, I, there was nothing more than I... Like, I was just watching... <laughs> I watched the second... Um, this last week's twice. Because I just love when she gets into Vicky's face and says, fuck you, and screams it. <laughs> and Vicky just looks at her like... Vicky looks like just sits there. And I was starting to think, like, my impulse would be, like, to hit the person or, like, box no. her ear or spit... Like, whatever. And Vicky just sits... <laughs> And Tamara is just screaming at her. I also love the way Tamara says, don't fucking talk about my daughter. Like, the way she says it is, like, she is ready to break. From, like, deep in her soul. Like, that was, like, some, like, core work. That was, like, the Pilates of anger. Like, she just... That's why, that's why Tamara is a remarkable reality TV personality because, like, that stuff is all there. It's just, like, her, the, the artifice that she has created is, like, boring to me. But, yes. like, all of that stuff that, like, that anger and that, like, when she gets drunk and how silly she is, like, I love that. But, um, but like, Shannon and Kelly, like, they both have gone through it a lot on this show this season. It's a lot. So, I feel like there's a lot that's happened. First off... Okay, we have to talk a little bit about whatever the fuck happened on Watch What Happens this week. Oh, yeah, please. So I, thanks, shout out to one of our listeners, Jackie, who told me yesterday, was it yesterday? Oh my gosh. She told me a little bit what happened on Watch What Happens? Yes. So Tamara went on um, a podcast this week. I just forgot the name of it. She went on Heather McDonald's podcast and gave an interview where they talked about what happened on Watch What Happens Live. So apparently there's a secret Facebook group called the Thunderdome, and it's all Bravo listeners, and they're all uniformly anti-Vicky Gumbelson. So when Kelly Dodd was on Watch What Happens Live, the people in, that are part of the Thunderdome DM'd Tamara in advance of Watch What Happens Live, and they're like, a bunch of us are going to call in. We're going to give a shout-out to the Dome or Thunderdome when we call in. We're going to lie about the question we're going to ask on air. And then when we're on air, we're going to ask um, Kelly Dodd about an alleged affair that she had with this guy, Frank, either during the separation that she had with Michael. This is not Michael. the that was like all of those stories came out about whose son she harassed, right? This no, this is a separate... This is not the actual man that she had No, affair. this is... Well... That was the one that she had already admitted to. Right, <laughs> so there are... Someone <laughs> who I think is a member of the Thunderdome hacked into Kelly's phone or something and got screenshots of, I think they're emails that Kelly had between Kelly, her then estranged husband, Michael, and this like sales rep from a convention somewhere out of town where Kelly accuses Michael of having an affair. And then Michael responds via email and CCs the woman that Kelly is accusing him of having an affair with and is like, here, business acquaintance, please explain to my wife that, like, we're not fucking each other. So then Kelly at one point responds back and is like, it doesn't even matter because I've been fucking Frank, who's some family friend of ours, of theirs, who's also, like, been on the show before. Like, you can, I haven't Google imaged him, but you can see him in the back. So anyway, so Tamara is 
DMing with someone from the Thunderdome, the secret Facebook group. They're asking her how they can make sure that one of their like members gets on air. She says she has no idea. One of those people, for whatever reason, takes a screenshot of it, sends it to Kelly Dodd. Kelly Dodd posts it on her Instagram, I guess, before she goes on Watch What Happens Live, so she knows to expect it. And then people, genuinely, more than one person, on the show and after the show, called in and said, hey, it's so-and-so, shout out to the Dome. They start to ask a fake question, and they say, and by the way, like, were you upset that you weren't good friends with Vicky, who, by the way, had she known about your affair with Frank? And you can see Kelly's face. She's pissed. So Tamara goes on this podcast and is, like, telling this whole story about the Thunderdome because people are thinking that she is lined up with him, with these, like, Thunderdome members. And she's just saying, like, no, they, they reached out to me, and I was like, I have no idea what they're talking about. But shit has gone down because Tamara says that someone told her that when Vicky went on Watch What Happens Live this past week, she made sure to have friends call in and intimate that Eddie was gay. So one of the questions from one of the listeners that called in to watch what happens live was like, oh, when, do when, you was on? when Vicky was on was like, oh no, wait, it was, oh no, it was when the Tamara was on. Like, oh, right. Is, is and Eddie it was the weirdest question. Cause it was like, do you think that Eddie is gay? Because he's like super good looking. He must be gay. And it was like, the listener was like trying to be serious, but it was also the strangest question it was strange. So people are figuring out ways that are like part of this like secret group, which I'm super into that. Like there's like this secret group of people Did like you look trying for the group on Facebook. No, it's secret. You can't search for it. It's like, you have to be invited guys. If there's any Thunderdome members, um, send me an invite on Facebook. I don't know if I would like stay a member, but I want to be a member for like 10 to 15 minutes to like look through your discussions. Cause this is phenomenal. But they're, they're like, I don't know, like Superman, like Avengers, so Marvel, hardcore fans, they're like anti, super, super anti Kelly and Vicky. Meanwhile, Vicky has her following too, or they're friends of hers that she's asked to call in about this whole Eddie being gay thing, which this is all just super strange shit. I mean, Andy said at one point when people were calling in, he had no idea what was going on. And he's like, guys, like, we don't understand what you're talking about. Yeah, I just watched the episode and I did see that, but I like, didn't do research to figure out what it was. I didn't know what it was until after, but I I didn't watch Watch What Happens Live live because I was in Miami for like living my life, like kicking it, kicking mm -hmm. for a couple days. But I saw a couple apps of, or a couple clips of Kelly being on. I remember thinking to myself, like, she seems not happy. Like, while she was like sitting in the chair, she seemed weird. And when I watched the full episode and then heard about Thunderdome, I was like, oh my God, it all makes sense. Like, she knew sitting in her seat that she was about to get fucked, but she didn't know how. And then they started fucking with her. Like, she didn't know if it was actually going to happen or not. Meanwhile, I don't even know what to say about the finale, except I have so many questions. I have questions about why... Vicky ever thought in her very, very small brain, whatever's left of there after that like rubber cancer bracelet charity that's since been caught down, uh, shut down, why she ever thought it would be a good idea to tell Kelly Dodd whether or not this is true, however much of this she um, made up in her head that David Bador beats or at one point physically assaulted Shanna Bador. Now I know that there's some sort of police record of some sort of incident that happened like over 10 years ago where they had some sort of massive fight and the police were called and I think he like pleaded guilty or whatever. But what I took away from this, what Vicky was saying or gossiping to Kelly was David Bador has like physically assaulted his wife. It sounded like on the regular. Why she ever thought that was a good idea to tell Kelly knowing that Kelly would leak it and then say, well, I was 
scared for her, which is complete bullshit, does not make any sense at all in my head. To even putting aside like Eddie might be gay stuff, which I was like, what? It was so much that was happening behind the scenes that she was using Kelly as a vehicle and Kelly's too fucking dumb to understand that Vicky's just feeding her stuff knowing that she's like a pinata and one day she will explode and all of this candy will come out. It doesn't make any sense to me. It Tam- genuinely does not make sense to me. Tamara Shannon said on Locked Up Was Live that Vicky also said stuff about Terry Dubrow and um, Eddie. No, I'm sorry, not Eddie. Um, and Heather? And Jim and Jim. And Megan? Yeah. But like, that they... That like Vicky had, uh, Vicky and Kelly, or Vicky had told Kelly like something about every woman's husband or like every relationship. But I don't think that they said it didn't make it. To Who air. did they say that? I don't remember this. Who did they say that she was telling it to? Kelly. They said that. I don't know if they said Vicky. I think they said Vicky had said stuff about everybody's relationship. But that, like, not everything made it to air. I, I assume that the reason she was doing that was because she thought it would detract from Brooks. But really, it does nothing except prove why were you so pissed at Shannon and Tamara for talking about your relationship if you're doing the exact same thing. Except these rumors aren't true. It's like she's trying to play what she thought was their game, except it's not working out at well, all because I, Brooks really was lying. I think what it, what, when I watched it again and at the end of, like, the season finale in her confessional, Vicky says something like, you know, I didn't want to talk about my... Like, Shannon doesn't want to talk about this stuff because it's difficult, but, like, I didn't want to talk about my stuff either. And I feel like... I'm, I am love Shannon. I do feel like there's some truth to the situation, and, like, I don't know what it is. Like, maybe it was, like... Ten, yeah, there is some... Because she got was really... Was really, real, was, like, like, to the core. Something is... Like, hashtag pray for Shannon. Like, something, something is, is up. Something is there, and I think that Shannon probably did confide in Vicky as a friend. I don't know how calculated, like, what... Like by Vicky, like Vicky telling uh, Kelly, it was, but it did seem like she had this in her back pocket and was like ready to use it to push story and to like be like, listen, I'm sick of always being the shithead. Like you guys have shitty things in your relationships too. Um, But yeah, I think that she just Vicky thought it was like all fair is all's fair. You know, like she felt like. You guys found out that Brooks was a douchebag, and he was a douchebag, but I'm allowed to call things out for what they are, too. But I feel like she's she's elevating it. If she's either flat out lying, like, listen, I've said on this show before that I thought, like, Eddie might be a little bit gay, but, like, I I don't, when push comes to shove, I don't actually believe that, well, like, he's the, on the DL. The other secret, or the other, like, rumor that she said about Eddie was, was that he... Didn't have any money? That he had cheated on Tamara. With a man? That wasn't specific, but it was, like, you couldn't, because you, in the closed captioning, or in the, like, the subtitles, it said, Kelly, inaudible, and then it said, like, Tamara saying, you said he was gay, and then it was, like, and then it was, like, something about, like, he cheated, but, like, it wasn't specific, like, if those were separate things, it was, like. What did you think about the fact that it was inaudible at really curious points? It didn't make sense to me. Also, did they have a crew there? I swear to God, it makes no sense that they were not recording the best moments. There probably had to be special, like, location agreements that the crew wasn't allowed to be they probably weren't allowed to have a large crew in all the places, which is why fucking Heather Dubrow it would film that one interaction oh my God. on her iPhone. Thank God was, she did. Was 100% because the camera crew, either they had wrapped for the night or because they weren't allowed to be that place part of the hotel. That just doesn't make sense to me because Tamara even said in this like interview that she gave that they were only there for three nights, in which Ireland? is so, so That's short. So but would make me feel like, shouldn't there be someone recording them essentially 24-7? Do you not understand, like, OC? Like, 
production team, OC goes crazy at weird hours. They're heavy drinkers. Yeah, I mean, okay, also let's talk about the drinking. Okay, wait. I wish I had been here the week that Shannon seemingly, like Shannon and Heather DeBro both were out, out to get Kelly. Okay, so I had this conversation mm -hmm. with Louis Peitzman when I said, do you think that this is Naked Wasted, like 2.0? He, did he think it was? I don't think he thought it was. You know I die for Beloved Bador. What I actually think happened was, Shan and this is what Shannon said, and I mean, I went in doubt believe Shannon Bador. Mm -hmm. I believe that she really wanted to have a stiff drink. They had been served super tiny portions, and she just asked them to like make a double of everything. Now, did Kelly say explicitly that she didn't want to drink? Yes. Did they insist on making sure there was alcohol near her? Yes. Were they doing that in case she got a little crazy? Possibly. I mean, <laughs> I mean like, maybe. Maybe. The, I think that there's a grain of truth there. Do I think it was because they were out to get her? I mean, genuinely, I think Kelly is so fucked up that she doesn't really need a push Sober or drunk, she's going to be a complete lunatic. I think that what was really fascinating to watch for me was that since, what, sushi dinner? Like, Kelly's unraveling has been just that she, the pressure of the production is getting to her. And I feel like she clued in in Ireland that when she was wasted and pushing, like, duping people's noses and then, like, muttered about Tamara's daughter to oh Shannon. God. <clears throat> that like she realized that she wasn't doing great by being wasted and letting the cameras roll. You think she actually thought that? I don't think she did. Yes. I think when they went on that picnic and she was like, didn't want to drink champagne and or the fireball and like Heather Dubrow was like, do it, do it. <laughs> and like and then even in her confessional, Kelly was like, why is Heather Dubrow like have a flask of red um a fireball? <clears throat> Excuse me. So I did feel like I just I I don't think it excuses her behavior, but I think that Kelly's had a rough time. <laughs> I being think on that's the show. understatement of the year. I think that she, in the middle, I think in the, I think from the beginning till the like almost from the beginning, the minute she starts to unravel, the women realize that she was a great person to like, even though she was like she it was conflict that it was great television. So like, I think that they knew that she, by getting her drunk that that. The stuff was going to happen, and it did. I mean, that in that whole thing on the bus and and the whole thing in the hotel was like, I mean, it was captivating. But but I don't think that they're enjoying it now. I mean, like I think that there's horror and shock when she. I think Megan King Ammons is like, who the fuck are you? Number one to to Kelly Dodd. She's like, I don't know what kind of person you are. I'm trying to help you repeatedly by like teaching you how to be like. I think somehow Kelly, decent. I think that Megan King Edmonds is actually like the, and I really think I believe this, like 100% like the best person at being a real housewife. Like she's so intentional with her words. And like, she even said like, Vicky was Kelly's only friend in that situation, but like, she'll never dismiss her friendship with Kelly. And it's like, even she took Kelly out in the finale to like drinks or dinner or whatever. And she says something like, you say really bad things when you drink or when you get angry. And she's like, and I'm trying to help you. She's like, but like, I think you have to like sit down with these people. Like Megan is really good at like playing, not playing all sides, but just like, she's good at covering her ass. 
so that people can't say that she didn't like stand by her friend, but also that they can't say that she like didn't say to her friend that was fucked up. You and know, she's also the genuine Greek chorus. Mm-hmm. She really is. She's always. I just never expected her to do that. But then I mean, when she out- outed Brooks, I was instantly warmed by her. But like, she was not my favorite. No, it's especially she's y- she younger than the rest of them. So much younger like with the weird ogre husband. And when she initially started coming for Shannon about that like dumb diabetes charity or whatever the hell it was at her house it was not good i did not like her at first it felt like she was trying to alienate shannon in a way that i didn't appreciate and then she 100 percent, i'm obsessed with her and allegedly she's not back next season like she wants to move to st louis and like chill and her amazing fit like everyone was like picture perfect phenomenal she just seems like she's settled she's like a normal person which is probably why she may or may not want to continue she's sort of like she's a much better version of lydia but she's sort of like lydia in the sense that she has i really liked lydia which is so so did i like she was so innocuous but but she delivered she said shit about slave when she was like you're fucking up like you're treating women like shit like she was sly in how she was able to sort of get around stuff and do it in a way that was actually phenomenal. Like, she was able to speak truth that no one else was able to do as successfully. And I think that's something that is similar to Megan. For some reason, they find it on the OC, these women who are, like, really, really good, who don't last forever because I think they're too smart for the show. Yeah, OC has the cast, I mean, I guess because it's been on the longest, but it's the most rotating. I mean... What did you think in, oh, the God. Se- in the sneak peek for the reunion when Vicky says, bye, goodbye, Felicia, which is not even the proper way to say it. She said, goodbye, Felicia, get off my show. Isn't Tamara the one that said it? It was Vicky? Vicky says, goodbye, Felicia, get off my show at the reunion. Who did she say that to? Um, it's not unclear. Like, it was Shannon or Tamara. But she's like, you don't what? like I me. I think it was Tamara. Li-. Tamara said, bye, Felicia, in the finale. Oh, that's <clears> what it was. But Vicky at the reunion says, goodbye, Felicia. If you don't want to be off, if you don't like me, get off my show. I mean, who do you think is more likely to come mm-hmm. back? Vicky or Kelly Dodd? Both of them won't return. I don't think they will. I don't think so. I, I think, and if I can use this as a, a segue to talk about Beverly Hills and Atlanta. Do I it. don't think that they've been doing a great job of cleaning house the way they did for a little bit. Like, I don't. I don't think anybody coming back seems out of the question. Like, to me, like, as far as we know, New York, the only person who's not coming back is Jules. Right. And there was rumors that Cynthia wasn't coming back and there was going to be I think Cynthia's, like, going to be a friend of, like, she was filming and then they didn't, like, re-up her. She's not, she's not back full-time, even though I saw the, the... She's in the promo in the little, in the I know, she's not, she's not full-time. Allegedly, she's not full-time. Huh. Because, like, and, like, Shamia's in the super trailer. Which I don't understand. Like, I just, I feel like she was such a non-presence. Right. So, I don't, and, like, Portia, Probably. I love, but I always am, like, but I think that she sort of, like, run her course as far as, like... Portia, I think, is actually unhinged. But also, she really has, like, a mental breakdown in the middle of the street in this season. Yeah, and there's some mm-hmm. shit that happens where she says that Candy like, solicited a threesome, but Candy has text saying that it was actually Portia, and that Portia's, like legit bisexual and texted her things that said like don't worry i'm not gonna like assault you on camera or something like there's some real behind the scenes shit i mean like i don't know what to say about atlanta except that you know premieres tomorrow i am can't believe it super excited about the idea of kenya and phaedra being friends like super into it i don't know how they could trim it i mean i think i'm done with portia i genuinely think i'm done with her and Cynthia is getting a divorce. I mean, like, I don't really want to see Cynthia dating. I don't really give a shit about Peter. Like, I'm over it. I just just only care about Phaedra and, like, 
candy. I think you. Need I don't know how they can. Blood. I um, think you do. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're not bringing it in. Why they're like focusing on like friends of. And, and I love Sheree, so I'm glad that she's back. Super glad that she's back. Super glad that she's like doing this like fake maybe dating Bob again, which I'm super into. And and Beverly Hills similarly, like Yolanda's gone, but rest in peace. And somebody else buy a lemon in her memory. Someone else gone. Um, Everyone else is back. Everyone else is back. And And I'm surprised like both Eileen and Lisa Renner are back. I cannot believe that Eileen is back. I don't understand. I mean, I'm into it, honestly, because I think that she's Are you? She's the only one that tried to take on LVP. I think that she was the only person who's like, wasn't, I think that she, by the end of last season, I was most into her because I felt like she was, I think she's really intentional with her work. Kind of like Megan King. Yeah, she's she's smart. She's sort of boring. She's super boring. I cannot stand her husband. I really was bored by her in her first season, but I was warned by her at the end of this past season because I felt like, unlike Lisa Rinna, she was able to go toe-to-toe with um, LVP in a way that wasn't like... Lisa Rinna is just doing the most and also contradicting herself left and right. Because she's a mess. She's so desperate for it. Also, it's just not real. That's the thing that's like... When Vicky was like, you don't like me, get off my show, I was like, she's probably right. She she will be back. Because, like, they don't get rid of, they don't get rid of these women. Super OGs. Yeah, I mean, they don't get rid, it's like the same way, like, Lisa Vanderpump doesn't want to play by the rules really anymore, but, like, like anything Vicky at least plays by the rules, she shows everything. But Lisa Vanderpump has a vested interest in continuing because she has Vanderpump rules. Vicky Gumbelson, listen, I have said repeatedly I don't think OC can continue without her, except that I think maybe it could. And mm-hmm. I'm sort of done with her. I don't know what it is. I just think... She's so duplicitous, and there's nowhere else for her to go. I don't care about any relationship she will ever have again because I don't trust her. I care about Brianna, poor Brianna with, like, the lupus and, like, the neck or whatever. I I think that's sad and tragic, and I, I hope the best for her. And I think when Brianna is a presence on the show, it can only help the show. But Vicky, I don't believe it, and I think at this point, the other women genuinely dislike her, strongly dislike Whatever manipulations she was trying to do and failed to do this year, they don't trust her. They don't want to be around her. Shannon has said over and over, Tamara said over and over, she never wants to speak to her ever again. I believe it. I don't think filming would force them to speak to each other again. I actually think if Kelly Dodd was back, there's there's a higher chance that they would circle back to Kelly and try to work out some kind of fake friendship than with Vicky Gumbelson. I just don't think, I think it's, she's too... She's too done. She's like sort of stale at this point, don't you think? I mean, I can't believe I'm like, cl- guys, I'm like clutching my neck as I say it because I do think Vicky, Vicky's the all time OG. Like, you can't get more OG than Vicky because OC was the very first Housewife franchise. I just don't see how she could possibly reinvent herself in a way that will be interesting because Tamara is done. Like, Vicky went too hard in, and Tamara's also offended on behalf of Shannon because whatever happens, allegedly, we find out during the reunion, like what actually happened between David and Shannon that would you inspire found, this. You, that you read somewhere that we find out? Uh, yes. We, I read, of course, I did. Read it. <laughs> like, oh my God. I did do a little reading, do a little research. That it all becomes clear. Now, what that actually means and who leaked that it all becomes clear, I have no idea about. I mean, there's this whole thing that Vicky says that, like, she thought that David was going to hit her at the 70s party mm-hmm. because he's hit Shannon stuff. And I-, I don't know what hitting means. Like, literally the semantics of the word hit. I don't know. 
allegedly Shannon talks about it. I mean, it makes me super uncomfortable because I think that's such a low blow that like, I don't know if Kelly came out of the womb an evil person or Shannon or um, Vicky has just been like training her to be horrible. The fact that both of them are saying like, I fight dirty is disgusting to me. I just think that's gross. I mean, it's obvious to Kelly, but then Kelly has to accept the fact that like, then people are going to fight dirty back with her and say she's a terrible parent mm. and a terrible human being. Like it doesn't, it has to go both ways. Mm. But I think the chin hair stuff was dumb to me. I, I don't know. It was messy in a way where they both inspire each other. And I don't see how the show could continue with both of them. I think you only need one. I mean, like what other story can Vicky give us? Friend. I just don't know if they're friends anymore. Who? Kelly and Vicky. I think they 100% are. Oh, they are. Yeah, and they continue to both defend each other. And then Vicky wrote some dumb blog about how, like, I should have defended Kelly in Ireland. And it's like, bitch, no, you wouldn't have because you thought that you still had a fighting chance. And also, what could you defend? There's no way to defend those kinds of actions. I think that Kelly is actually crazy. I think she's 100% a lunatic. I think that the show should be grateful she was on this season because she gave us a lot. And if she hadn't been on, it would have been Brooks and Cancer and bullshit mm -hmm. over and over and over again. I think Vicky is grateful that she's there because she has some sort of ally. But I don't know where else the show can go because I think that if they were to start filming their next season, season 9 million tomorrow, it would just be like West Side Story. It would, it, there wouldn't be, who's going to middle well, ground it? This is a bigger, I mean, this is a question I was having when I was watching it because verbalized out, out loud to myself. Love it. It's like, how long can these shows continue? Because we know, and I think we experienced it on New York a lot, there was a lot of division between, yeah. um, with like Bethany and Carol and the other women. Right. But also like, Luann and, and uh, Sonia and like against the other women at a certain point. And I wonder how long can these shows, and because eventually they will die out one day, who knows how long. But like, how long can we suspend reality to believe that like this is a reality tv but it's like seven women who basically aren't we who don't like each other who are paid to be friends well i think that's an argument over why carol shouldn't be back on new york because they they uh, whether or not bethany should be back I, I i really don't know i'm sort of done with her i assume she will be back i assume she will be back because someone is sitting her down and having a conversation with her about how she's fucked up her brand by her behavior this season and needs to figure out a way somehow for someone to drill into her brain memories of what she used to be like to see if she can become fun and sassy again. I think we're past the point of no return with that. But I do think that she and Carol dug themselves into a little bit of a corner by alienating themselves from the group. And I would argue that's the exact same thing from what Vicky and Kelly are doing this season. And I don't see that there's any way for them to circle back, which is why I would say keep Bethany potentially because she's more interesting and get rid of Carol. And that's why I would say with Vicky and Kelly, one of them need to go and bring in maybe someone else or something else. I just don't see, I think the person that would go if it was down to Vicky versus Kelly would be Vicky. I mean, it's weird for me to say that out loud because she is to me like the number one housewife. As long as she wants to do it, I feel like they'll keep her because but, unless they got another like OG to come back because they, because she is the person from, the original cast, not only of like one of the original of OC, but like it's the very first Housewives. So who else could they bring back? I guess Gina, but Gina's not going to give it. No, Gina's not as crazy as Vicky is. I mean, I think Vicky might be maybe the craziest housewife of all time. If you talk about like top tier housewives, crazier than Teresa, 
crazier than Nini, who's not even that crazy. She's just kind of entitled and full of herself. Yeah, crazier than Bethany, who thinks she's still as sweet and adorable as she was yeah. five or seven years ago, which she is a hundred percent not. And I, I just don't. I, I don't see it. I think the show is going to continue on, and Vicky is just like. I don't know, iPhone iPhone generation 2? Like, it's just not, it's not going to be, uh, the, the operations have changed. And she can't man, try to manipulate things the way she has done in the past because it doesn't do anything. I, I just don't see it. I don't see Vicky and Kelly both being back. I wonder if Kelly has actually enjoyed being on the show. I don't see how she could have. It seemed like it was really a hard thing for her and her family and her right? mental health. I think she is... But, I mean, she was an excellent season because of her. And I, and I know that that's, like, that's a weird thing to say because we've been here and, and we've talked about how she's done terrible things. She is but a it's terrible... Been a great, it's been a great season to watch. Of right. Television. She is a horrible <laughs> person. She really is. And allegedly, according to this, like, podcast that Tamara was on, you know, her brother has been emailing outlets saying that Eddie is gay. I mean, like, they don't ever stop. They don't ever stop. She continues with saying Tamara's a bad person on Twitter. I mean, like... Do you think that being famous... And when I say famous, I mean, like, bravo famous. Yeah. Is, like, worth that? Like, is worth constantly defending your family and your relationships, like, even when you're not filming or making money off of I think that she... They all come back. Right. I think she's found enough trolls online that are like, Go, Kelly! Tamara's the worst! And, like, hashtag, like, naked wasted, or, or whatever... They've done, she has enough dumb support of blind followers where she feels like, yeah, I'm in the right, I'm in the right. And she has absolutely no ability to reflect in her core and realize what she is actually doing. Like, she thinks it's perfectly fine. And her husband, because he's fucked up, and her family, they're all fucking insane. They all think it's fine, and they're, like, sort of living for it a little bit, which is strange to me, because when I watch the show as, like, a relatively normal person, like, not full normal, but, like, just normal enough... I watch the show and I think to myself, like, you couldn't look worse right now. Like, thank God you don't have an actual career because it would suffer. Like, it's not, she doesn't come off looking great, but maybe she's just doubled down and been like, this is my experience. You know, I think I look terrific. We're trying to sell our home, which I assume they knew they were going to do before filming started, 100%. And she's just going to live life as is and be stuck with her gremlin husband and, like, kill it until the kid goes to college and then they'll get some sort of terrible divorce. I will say that their relationship has been interesting to watch because it seems like he found her being alienated by all of the others women as as an opportunity for, like, them to, like, I don't know, I don't want to say get closer, but, like... Yeah, I think they have gotten closer. He used that almost, like, as, like, when they were in this kitchen and he was, like, I think we need to start with... Um, Vicky and like and she was like I just need to find out why she did that and he was like I think you just need to have a plan for each relationship and it was like I can imagine when the cameras aren't rolling them strategizing about like how she's supposed to redeem herself in this group of women and like do the show. She's just such a moron to me like she's not a smart person she's genuinely a dumb person she's like a dumb dog who's like too busy chasing her tail which she thinks is someone coming at her that she starts to just bark well i don't know i mean i don't think oh my she, god I what think she's dumb i think she's a moron and i think that like the other women she's like knock knock who's there go fuck yourself i mean like that is kelly's sense of humor she's just like i do i just think that she wasn't the right fit for those women but that's why it was good television like she's not the right person to be friends with them but 
they were once they realized that she was so fucking hot headed and and could when she started to drink that she it was like her hot headedness was like times a hundred. I think that they did lean into it and like I love Shannon, but like I'm not a hundred percent sure that she didn't ha- know her friend knew things about Kelly's <clears throat> marriage and all of that stuff at that seventies party. Oh yeah, I think she like. I think I think it was a rumor that everyone had heard. Yeah, that it was like well known probably. Right. And that Shannon maybe like asked people like knew people who knew and were like, huh. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I'm not against that. So I just I do feel like I don't know. There's like part of me that understands the like I'm gonna if you're gonna get to do this, Shannon, then people are gonna get to do that. And like it doesn't mean that I'm like into you saying that David beat Shannon, but uh you know, if, like, if you want to get Kelly wasted, then you can't be mad at the, the beast that you release, you know? Like, you know that she's a, that she's going to be like that. Like, you know that. Like, they knew that that was going to happen. And also, is Heather Dubrow going to come back next Oh, my time? God. I 100% was just tip of my tongue. I think that she really likes being a housewife on the show. I think she does, too. I don't think she has any value. I don't know. I like an RA. So, maybe. I mean, like, I think she mediates. In a way, that, just because I agree with her stance, where it's like not really mediating, I like that she's. I like that she stands up for her friends. I wish I could see more about her marriage crisis that I know is happening in some way, or maybe not, because they just have so much money that they're fine. I just it's she's just, not giving me anything. It's just interesting, like, and also like she's like an actress, but I feel like she's not. I feel like her acting is being on house. Is being on like Good Day LA, like every <laughs> six to eight months, to be like, "Hi guys, I'm Heather." Blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't, I don't, th- I think if there was, aside from the Vicky Kelly Mishagas, I think if someone was to go, it's probably going to be Heather, and it's not going to be because she left the show, it's going to be because they're like, you either need to bring us something, or like, bye-bye, because they don't need it. They have Shannon and Tamara as legit good friends, and Shannon and Tamara can both, like, bring stuff, like, they're both entertaining, like, I think, I know I've said it a million times, I think Shannon Bedore is super entertaining, <laughs> I love her, so she has that, Tamara... Next year, maybe she'll be, like, Hindu. I don't know. Something's going to happen. She'll change. She'll take up, like, circus acrobatics. Like, she'll have a new passion. Maybe she and Eddie will, like, have some trouble or something that they'll maybe scheme up or whatever. She'll decide, like, that's the storyline she's going to do. Heather's this season was, like, look at the different ice I have. Look at what I'm putting in. The foyer. Look at... The weird marriage stuff that's super specific to my husband being super successful and how hard that is. But, like, let's not look too close. I mean, Mm -hmm. she's not really letting us in. And OC is one of those franchises where you really genuinely kind of need to open that door because everyone else is going full out. I mean, everyone else. Megan King Edmonds, it's like we see her vag. Vicky, I I don't know. I was like... I won the I like I was won over by Jim by the end of the season. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> I know you're scratching up your face. Did you were you like sniffing his candle for too long? How did that happen? I just thought like when they were having like the the. Lead, oh my god! I wanted that cake so bad. The, the by the way, up to the gender reveal, there was another moment. I was just like really like think that he seemed excited, and I was yeah, yeah, I did. I think he was excited for the cake. And I, I mean, I was excited for the cake. They also like he has that weird candle business. I love, I like him now. I want to see. I'm into her a lot. <laughs> I want to see clips of him like making the candles. Like mm-hmm. that would bring me joy. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'm not. I couldn't be less attracted to him. I think I'm he's like. To him. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's also reads a little bit gay. So that is something that one of our past guests has spoken about. Like, is Jimmy Edmonds gay? Because I said, is Eddie gay? 
because I don't know why I said that Jimmy, before the Jimmy rumors came out. Reads as gay, more gay to me than gay as in like on the DL gay. Like, do you think he like has sex with men in a gym, but he's like, I'm straight, but oh, like, I take me? I like, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think he thinks he's gay, or do you think he just like? He just seems gay to me. Really? He, he can kind of read as gay, but I don't. I never thought that really about Eddie. So where do you think Vicky is getting this shit that like I Eddie might be gay? She, I, I wonder, She's just digging for anything. I also feel like it she's so desperate. Of, it could have been like you know people say that Eddie's gay and that, that and people are like the the alternate personalities in Vicky's brain. It's not like actual people. And I think if she said that to Kelly like off camera, like you know people say that Eddie's gay or like you know like fan, like like people who hate Tamara like talk all online all the time about how Eddie's gay. <clears throat> like that like that could have turned into something more serious out of context but like that it could have been a throwaway what do you think about the fact that kelly for some reason is feeling all of her anger currently toward heather and like using her sat prep words and saying she's like an intraloper like you can see her forming it in her brain it seems weird to me i think that it's interesting because i wonder if it's like yeah, I don't know. I don't. It seems a little bit off base, but I think that she feels like Heather hasn't shown anything, and Heather manipulates everybody. Yeah. So maybe she feels like Heather's like Bethanying it, like Heather's like producing. I mean, Heather did videotape the most of the troop of Ireland. Oh my god, I keep forgetting that. Which I maybe that's what it is. Maybe she looks back and she's like, "How dare she record this stuff on the iPhone so that like people can see it?" I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like she's upset that Heather gets involved in the sense that Heather has ears and eyes and sees when Kelly is saying you know, your husband beats you, you have chin hair, and it's like, that's disgusting. And then Kelly's like, how dare you stick up for your friend? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if Kelly's smart enough to be like, you're manipulating production. I think Kelly's like, ah, like, how, I think that you're that's weird. What, to me, that's like, honestly, what the most interesting thing about Kelly has been like, her seeing product, like the Oz being, re- like the wizard being revealed. Because I feel like she's just, has been continuously duped. And I felt like Ireland was when she was like, Fuck, like when she was Skyping with Michael, I felt like she was like, fuck me, I don't want to be here. I can't do this. Like, I felt like she was running out of steam in Ireland. And that's why I, I don't want to say I sympathize with her because I, I don't. But I feel like I could see like her being like, I can't do this. And then they got her, and they were like pushing the alcohol. And she was like, they're fucking trying to get me wasted to get a reaction out of me. And then she did. She got drunk. How do you think she'll behave on the reunion? I think not well. I don't know. I mean, the review, the, the, Sneak peek didn't give us a ton. Um, I don't know. And guys, we're doing our weekly tradition of watching OC in the background. God, Vicky is a monster. She has never looked better in her life. Not ever looked better. Whomever dressed poor Megan King Edmonds into that rayon Jackson Pollocky throwaway needs to be taken out back and shot. I mean, it was weird. What I did also- you- what? Tell me. No, I was going to say, like, there's, like, there, it's also funny. I feel like Heather and Tamara both do this thing where they, like, like, you guys feel like they pick at everything that Kelly said. Like, she says to Shannon, I want to talk to you because I want to, like, I feel like there's an elephant in the room. And, Tam- and they're like, don't use the word elephant. And Tamara's like, don't call someone an elephant. It means they're fat. And it was like, that's not what she was doing. But you, that's like, so to me, that's like, that is what I feel like Kelly has probably been experiencing for, like, however, the probably filmed for, like, seven hours and then they use five minutes of it and it's like 
That's probably a lot if you feel like every time you say something is twisted around to be like, don't call Shannon a fat elephant. It's like, I said the elephant in the room. What did you think about Kelly Dodd's Everyone Jewish? Did you feel like that was... Um, I knew that it was going to be a thing. Not <laughs> I don't think Kelly understands why it was bad, except that, I have to say. So, guys, I was just in Miami for a couple of days. I stayed at the same... <laughs> I went to the hotel that Jill Zarin <laughs> stayed in recently, and I never told the hotel, but the reason that I stayed there was because Jill Zarin put on Instagram or something, like, how great it was, the one hotel in Miami. And I was like, well, Jill Zarin, like, knows fucking luxury. And I stayed there, and it was, like, the most phenomenal, heavenly trip of my entire life. Like, kudos to Jill Zarin. Um, but on the plane, on the way back from Miami, like, the plane was fine, whatever, whatever. We land in New York, and this guy, you know, there are always those people when you're on an airplane where you just, like, barrel off. And obviously, doors aren't open. Like, we're all going to stand here together. But, yeah, be the schmuck that, like, runs down the aisle and tries to cut people off. And so this guy ran down the aisle, and I was middle seat. This guy ran down the aisle thinking he was going to be one of the first people off the flight when, like, the doors open, Like a moron. And then he just stands there. And this woman that had been next to me the entire flight was like, you know, like, I guess she was nice. I don't really care. Looks at me and she gestures to him and he was wearing a yarmulke. And she goes, Didn't, don't they teach their people to be nice? And I was like, sup? And she goes, well, isn't that a thing in their religion? Like, aren't they supposed to be nice? And I looked at her and I went, well, I'm Jewish and I don't remember them like, making a whole point about us being nice in Sunday school, even though, of, of course, they did. Like, <laughs> I thought about it, and I was like, yeah, actually, that was, like, a whole thing. Like, be nice people. But that's not specific to Judaism. Wait, so what did you say? So I want to hear your reaction. I was, I literally looked at her, and there were other people, including people that I am stereotyping as also Jewish. So I, like, wasn't super quiet about it. But I looked at her, and I said, I'm Jewish, and I don't remember in Sunday school them telling us to be, like, especially nice to people because of our religion. Like, whatever. Which, actually, they did do. And what did she say? She was shocked. She, like, couldn't believe. I don't know. She was just so thinking that she was going to make a friend by stereotyping. And I was like, this is my Kelly Dodd moment. Like, this is how Heather must have felt when Carol Kelly Dodd's like, aren't they all supposed to be funny? Because it's, yeah, it's like. Technically, you're not trying to insult an entire population of people, except, of course, you are because you're stereotyping. And this woman was so, she, like, turtled down. Like, she 100% was like, oh, um, like, it was, it wasn't great. And then, of course, the doors opened. That asshole, Shalom, like, ran away. And then I scooted past her and wished her terrible things. It was weird, though, but it was also, like, that is fucked up that she said that number one but also number two fucked up that kelly said it to begin with well okay i don't like anyone telling me that i should be a certain way personality wise of course, because of, of my i understand why it's problematic it was a little too 1943 for me i totally understand why it's problematic and why it is i mean heather said it was racist it's not racist but it is like, i mean it's a i mean like, being a jew isn't being it's it's well, like, it's prejudice, but it's not, like, racist. I did Wikipedia this at one point when I was trying to understand anti-Semitism as a Jewish person, and it said that, like, it is racist. Like, because Judaism is, like, <laughs> I really should know this. This is terrible. I think it is racist because Jewish people were, like, a religion, but also... Considered a... <laughs> Guys, <laughs> my temple failed me. I really think it is. In any case, in any I, case. I understand why it's problematic, of course. It is why, super problematic. why it's not appropriate. 
However, your um, your situation with I I suppose what I'm trying to like what I'm dancing around is it like saying that like Jews are supposed to be funny. It's like a little bit different than being like, isn't that asshole supposed to be kind because he's a fucking Jew? Right. That's like an like Kelly's thing was supposed to be like art. You're Jewish. Aren't you supposed to be like funny? Right. Uh, and I that was terrible that that woman said it. Right. That, what that woman said was terrible. That's what I thought. I think like what I don't think that what Kelly said is like great, but I think that she didn't mean it in a hateful way. Her, right. Hers was supposed to be funny. Like, aren't Jews funny people? And like, even on Watch What Happens Live, and like Andy played a game or whatever, and it was uh, Rachel Drash and Kelly were the guests, oh, and yeah. Rachel Drash was like, well, "Yeah, Jews are funny." And I was like. <laughs> I understand why it was problematic, especially Kelly not being a Jew saying something like that, right. like why that's problematic. But I felt like once again Heather acted like it was like she said something like, like I thought fucking Jews were cheap, and it's like, well, that's not a great thing to say about people, you know, like and, right. and but like being funny, she was like, I thought Jews were sarcastic, and it's like, all right, not a great thing to say, especially because you're on camera. But like she didn't say like Jews are pieces of shit. She said the Jews are funny, which is like. A good quality. She's also not the smartest. Most eloquent person. But right. I felt like Heather jumped on it because she knew that she could. The same way that Tamara said that saying elephant in the room was somehow implying that Shannon was fat. I think that Heather was definitely more on the right than Tamara was the, with the dumb yeah, elephant. Yeah, I mean, the elephant thing was just stupid. It was genuinely stupid. It was like, come on, there's like real stuff that she said that's dumb. Like, yeah. let's not do the elephant in the room because that's actually a phrase. Yeah. Um... And also, Shannon Madrid, you're gorgeous. You don't look like an outfit. I just, I'd be interested to see what the reunion is going to be. And how many parts? I'm assuming three. Three parts, with which Tamara has said, Tamara said it was three parts, and she's like, thank God, because it's extra money. Which I didn't realize that if it's three parts airing, although that makes sense, according that they get paid per episode, versus the fact that they're still, like, shooting for however much time. Mm -hmm. I mean, Andy has said that they exhausted him. I don't know when they ever haven't. I mean, I think OC, every reunion has always been really good, with the exception of last reunion when Vicky was, like, OD'd on anti-anxiety medication so that when they brought up Brooke, she wouldn't, like, completely lose her mind and then was totally zoned out and high the entire time. I mean, like, I think it's going to be crazy. Did Megan... Yes. What? Out Brooks at the, uh, like, what was revealed at the reunion last year? That Vicky maybe lied a little about the making up stuff about um, Heather and Dr. Dubrow coming over. Like, when did we know 100% that Brooks, Brooks was lying? lying? We didn't know during, well, we knew before the reunion, but more importantly, when did Vicky admit that she knew that Brooks lied mm-hmm. was during the reunion, but Vicky's now been backtracking it and saying, I wasn't complicit. I never lied. Don't say I was a liar, which is like, Vicky, you're lying. Like we've seen it. I mean, what did you think about her writing that dumb apology letter? I think it was, you can't just say, you can't give a blanket apology for very specific instances of lying. Like, if you're going to say I'm taking responsibility for it, then say I'm taking responsibility for the fact that I lied to Shannon. I'm taking responsibility for the fact that I knew something was wrong and I lied to protect him. She won't do it. She will just say, I'm sorry, let's move forward. My life is good. I don't believe her that it is. If her life was so good, she wouldn't be doing this dumb shit behind the scenes with Eddie maybe may or may maybe being gay maybe not being gay and david may be fucking up his wife like you wouldn't do that if your life was positive you wouldn't do that because you think and then lie and say it's because you were scared of this person because if you were you would be talking to her and not a new cast member who you know is like unhinged 
It doesn't make sense. I don't know how she's going to come out of this alive. I don't know. She says in that teaser that she's going to go low and fight dirty or whatever. I don't know what she could possibly say that hasn't already been said by the Looney Tunes girl who's in season one and maybe her final season wrapped up in a bacon wrap scallop. I mean, like, I don't know what else she could say. You're giving me a look. No, I'm just listening. I don't know. I mean, listen, I just don't. I don't know. I don't know how Vicky can continue past this point because I think the other women, a.k.a. her cast members, are done. I think they're done. Shannon has said that Bye, a Felicia, thousand you times. Show, get off, if you don't like it, get off my show. And the response is, it's no longer your show. I, it's no Andy, longer your show. What do you think Andy's going to say to that? I think he's going to laugh and like think in his head, like, well, we should talk about that after. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know... What Vicky can do. I don't care about her new relationship, which Tamara, by the way, said, or Shannon said, one of them said that um, Vicky sent herself those flowers in Ireland, that it wasn't from Steve. Oh, I did that. <laughs> which I was 100%. Of course. Of course she was like, 1-800 flowers. Make <laughs> sure these roses are like, yeah, who said reception. Like, flowers delivered? That it goes to the room. Who said that? I think it was Tamara, but it might have been Shannon. They're sort of melding into one at a certain point with some of their defenses, which I'm into. I mean, I don't know. I It's interesting to me how many different personalities Tamara has had on the show, and I look forward to her next one. I don't think that Tam- that Heather will be back. I don't know what's going to happen with Vicky. I don't see how on earth Kelly could be back on the show, but I'm not against it if she is. I mean, I, I don't know what how much lower she can get. I mean, she's saying all this shit. She's, like, stalking other people on Instagram. She's a complete Looney Tunes mess. I think maybe if she was on next season, we would see more about how her terrible marriage. I mean, because I think that whatever short-term peace treaty she has with her husband is almost over at this point. Because, like, how much longer can they bond over the fact that a season of a TV show brought them together? It's not going to be great. I don't know. Shannon is 100% going back. I would bet my bottom dollar, which is currently in Miami. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't. I don't know. Um, what so I, I brought up earlier like how long these shows can last with like as with this facade of like friendship, like a group of friends when like nobody's really friends. Um but I thought that was interesting. I feel like Houses of Jersey brought that up. Like Siggy Flicker was like, I actually can't be around you guys anymore because you no one likes each other. And she was like, Teresa goes this way and Jacqueline goes this way and Melissa goes this way. And then we're all supposed to go have dinner. And everybody just wants to, like, get in a fight. And she was like, I don't want to be around that. And I feel like that's actually, like, what a lot of the housewives are like. Um, it's like nobody, like, OC, nobody's really friends. I mean, Shannon and Tamara Shannon and Tamara are, and Heather are Heather genuinely are. friends. Megan is friends. I don't know who Megan is friends with. Like, in a real way, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think anyone. Show? Um... It was maybe Shannon. Oh, um, yeah, Heather because of Jimmy. Because Heather was good friends with Jimmy's ex-wife. So that's how she knew Jimmy. Like, Heather and Jimmy and Terry and Jimmy are good friends. We found out in the um, OC of season nine or whatever. Season whatever. That she had, yeah. That that she tried to bring in his ex-wife to Right, season eight uh, uncensored. Right, which is Alexis. Alexis. (laughs) Alexa. Um, So what did you think about... Jersey this week, which was the season finale, and this well, season. I think that Sticky Flicker was a great addition because I think that she added more perspective than any other than any housewife show has ever had in like in those moments of being like, You're not friends, who cares? Or like, who cares if Melissa and Teresa are just making nice to keep things kosher for the family? Like, 
that's fine. That's what right. you do sometimes. Like, I think that she's just, she was such a great breath of fresh air, and she was funny in a way that Georgie isn't. But the show was just boring because nobody, it's like this, they're retreading the same Teresa Jacqueline drama, which seems like it's been dead for four years. So long. Like, they don't seem like there, uh, there was never seemed like there was a real friendship there. Like, there hasn't been a real friendship there to build again in a long time. Um, and I, like, I just don't think Teresa is, like, she's so despicable for me. So it's hard for me, like, to sympathize with her. Oh, my God. But now that she did yoga with Danielle Staub, I think that Danielle's going to come back on the show. So, okay, a couple things. I don't know what the fuck happened to Jacqueline, but she's actually broken now. Like, she is trying so much to still be a main cast member on the show, and I think she shot herself in the foot and maybe the face. I don't think, I don't think Jacqueline will be back. I don't think, I just don't, I don't see it. I think she, like, tried really hard, and it just wasn't good. I think they need to new stuff that isn't, like, Kathy, Rosie, right? Everybody against Teresa. Like they Kathy need to is have done. Other, Rosie be, is done. There need to be B storylines yes, in drama. Yes, hundred. That aren't related to Teresa's family because Teresa's Teresa not smart enough and not good enough to do it, and she's not likable enough. But like, she's also she's the core. You know what I mean? Right. Like, she also has a fucking ton of power. So if she doesn't want to film with Kathy, Kathy is fucked unless mm-hmm. she's friends with Jacqueline or someone else. I don't know why this is. I'm really uncomfortable about it, but I. <laughs> I feel like there are seeds planted in my brain that over the next season, if Jersey comes back, and I'm not 100% sure I'm into it, I'm going to be a tree hugger. I'm not okay with it. I don't understand it. But I find myself agreeing with Teresa. I find myself feeling really bad for her in a way that I never thought was possible after Strippergate and everything else. I don't know what it is, but I find myself feeling like poor Teresa. She's been through a lot. She's saying some stuff, and I agree with it. I don't know what it is. I just want to say that. I just want to put it out there. I don't know. Why do you feel like that, though? I don't know. And it's freaking me out because I hated Teresa with a passion. Everything that she did to Melissa, it's unconscionable. I 100% agree that she was, like, fucking with production, fucking with whatever Kims were involved at that point, trying to make it happen, trying to screw her sister, trying to screw her brother, trying to alienate the relationship with their family, like, in real time. With her parents, whatever. But for some reason, I don't know what it is. Maybe it was like the time away. Maybe it was like she really was at a spa and not in federal prison. I find myself just feeling like just let her be. Like when Jacqueline's trying to bring stuff up and, and stuff, which she did in Vermont, which she's tried to do, do since. When Jacqueline tried to instigate shit and order Teresa and Melissa around as soon as they showed up for that weird fancy lunch in the, um, this week's episode. I found myself agreeing with Teresa and being like... Yeah, just, like, don't order her around. Like, she's a real person. She's going through stuff. Like, why are you bringing this up? I don't know what it is. I just, I find myself agreeing with her. I actually find myself sort of more annoyed with Melissa than with Teresa this season. Because I think the whole thing with her fake boutique is dumb. I think that, like, weird fashion show, I was like, okay, I'm into it, I guess. And, like, the stuff with Joe, like, being a man's man and then circling back and being like, oh, you're not bringing crumbs. You're bringing a cake. Like, fine, I'm into whatever. I'm not, like, super in love with it. But for some reason, like, the scenes with, like, Teresa and her kids and stuff and, like, her doing yoga and, like, her, like, right, helping Siggy. I'm sorry. I, like, I and just don't know. You, I don't know. I don't know what, what do it is. What do you think about the, the idea of Teresa and Danielle being friends now? Um, I always said that one of Danielle's goons would have to take me out before I ever supported Danielle coming back to the show. And I still... I'm closing my eyes now, guys. I still...
still agree with that sentiment, except that the only thing that could make Jacqueline important for the future of Jersey is if Danielle came back. If Danielle what came back, relationship like? I can't remember. fucking terrible. They were, they were the ones that was the inciting incident for Teresa flipping the table with the fight between Jacqueline and Teresa. Was a fight between Danielle. Jacqueline and Dina and Caroline about Jacqueline calling them out and saying you guys were talking about the book, and then Caroline came to Dina's defense. Then Jacqueline and Jacqueline supported Danielle, but then it turned when Jacqueline and Ashley got in a fight uh, when when um Danielle and Ashley got a fight and Danielle like wanted to press charges and like the legal system was like drop the charges it's like a strand of hair and Danielle's like no no truth to power and that's when Jacqueline because Danielle was fucking with her kid became arch enemies and I think still are they had that weird moment in the last season that Danielle was on where she would like hug Jacqueline and was like, I'm so sorry. And Jacqueline was like stomaching it so just for the moment. So you think that if Danielle came back, she would be friends with Teresa and it would be a way for, to like have new drama with Jacqueline. And, yes. And that Danielle is when I'm in because Jacqueline days. wouldn't be able to physically tolerate um, Danielle Staub being back and potentially being friends with uh, Teresa. And I think that Danielle Staub would be so invested in being back on the show and making money that I think she would try not to fuck with Teresa and would instead fuck with Jacqueline and Melissa Gorga. And that could be really interesting if there were no guns involved. When they get into like this goon mafioso bullshit, I get really, really upset because I'm like, this is no longer interesting nor fun. And I think that Danielle Staub brought the show really, really far down, deep, deep into the gutter along with her soul. And it was bad. I don't want to see Danielle Staub's kids. I thought they were like super depressing and like horrible and like without a soul in their eyes. Like I, I think they're lovely children, but I think it was like super sad to see like what Danielle Staub raised, which were like these like really just sad looking kids. Like it was, Danielle Staub's not a good person. She's a horrible, horrible person. I think that if production was like no more guns please and you can't actually surround yourself with people who are very very comfortable resorting to violence I think it could be interesting I think that Jacqueline would lose her fucking mind well so the reunion tape I think before that picture came out on Twitter right right so the reunion retroactively added it into the finale like that picture right that's dumb because she's not gonna be able to comment on it at the reunion so according to Teresa Andy brings up Danielle Staub at the reunion to fuck with Teresa and Jacqueline and like Teresa now has this whole thing where she's like, I was never really mad at, at Danielle. It was always Jacqueline or whatever. Danielle never did anything against me, which of course is a lie. So Andy brings up Danielle at the reunion. I think Teresa realizes that really fucks with Jacqueline in some way. And after the reunion, Teresa gets in touch with Danielle Staub and is like, hey, how are you? Let's hang out. Let's go to yoga. They go to yoga. They snap a photo. They both put it on their... Because Teresa talked about it on Watch What Happens Live. Oh, okay. So she references the question. She's like, Andy, you brought up a question during the reunion, and that's what inspired it. And I can't reveal the question because I think they're going to show it. Oh, I do remember And he that. was like, okay. And she's like, but that is what started it. And he's like, so are you and Danielle friends or whatever. I think she said during that episode. And she's like, I wish her well or whatever, blah, 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 whatever bullshit thing she said. She says in the sneak peek for the reunion that, Jacqueline and Caroline are the reason that she got arrested. That basically that her and Joe's fucking shit can't hit the fan. What do you think that 
Caroline will comment on it. What if this is, what if that's a ploy to get Caroline back on the show? I mean, I would be into it if it was Danielle, Caroline, Jacqueline, and Teresa. I don't think Caroline will ever circle back to the show because I think Caroline was like genuinely done and now she has a spinoff so she doesn't need to be back unless, I don't know how the spinoff is doing by the way. I, I actually really don't doing know. doing that well and I also feel like there have to be stipulations with that stuff where it's like, I wonder how tight they make those contracts because if they're like, we'll keep the spinoff or give the season like spinoff one more season if you do... I mean, she referenced Teresa in saying, I don't know any celebrities that are in jail. Like, she got a little bit of press from that when mm-hmm. she said on her spinoff. I don't know. I genuinely don't know if Caroline will be back. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, what do you think about... I thought this to scene... me, she's the only person who could ever go toe-to-toe with Teresa. And she was the... To me, she was She the, has. To me, she was, the, she was the star that people, like, liked. You know what I mean? It was like, Teresa was the villain, but, like... Caroline was the person that you like was like the heart of the show. Yeah, hundred percent. I feel like they just have never been able to replace it. I think Siggy Flicker's the closest, but like mm, she just doesn't no. have the same connection to everyone else. Right. I mean, Caroline's sister was on the show. Her sister-in-law was on the show. Right. And then her sister was best friends has, with Caroline Teresa. Has, you know but Caroline mean? Like, has like cojones. Like Caroline, you don't want to fuck with Caroline Manza. Like she does. She's like old school in that way. Like Caroline, like knew how to fucking bring it, and she also had a really stable home life. Mm. Like she doesn't need the show. I mean, that's. Uh, that's something that I actually spoke about. Listeners, um, next week I'm going to have um, an hour-long conversation with Leah Black, the Real Housewife of Miami. And that's a question I actually asked Leah during our interview, which was, you know, do you miss the show? And there, and I quoted Leah Black to Leah Black, which was a line that she used during Real Housewives of Miami where she said, you know, this show isn't my life. I bring my life to the show. It's not – Caroline Manzo is going to have a full, happy life with her three kids grandbaby on the way that's a whether or not who you think has a life and who you think would bring into their life because i think that a lot of people live their life for the show well i don't think siggy flicker does but i think she probably amps it a little i think siggy flicker has like has had her own life she totally has done life. entertainment stuff before and wendy williams or whatever dolores whom i couldn't be more into i know she's not like bringing the drama i was super into dolores losing her mind temporarily Same. about jacqueline and then being the class act that she is and going up to her and being like i'm so sorry i fucked up like that was on me loved her super into it jacqueline is desperate to be back on the show her life is i think unstable i don't think i'm not saying that in a negative way i'm saying like the stuff with her son is a lot and the stuff with like her husband's business not doing well or whatever they're like bankruptcy stuff is a lot she needs the show and she's tried to like manipulate the show or her role on the show this season it has not gone well teresa 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 desperately needs the show financially but i think she has enough in her life to do if the show no longer exists even though she'll be broken like five seconds melissa desperately needs the show and who else who else is there i think that's it it's the five of them Mm -hmm. it's a sad little this season it was like I mean, and it also was a short season. I guess probably because they nothing happened. They probably did that on purpose because they were probably maybe they had a shorter order because they were like we don't know how it's gonna be. You know, we want to like. Be. I think that Jersey's in like has been in danger. I mean, they waited a whole year to. Yeah, because, because they would have been said. screwed without, and they made terrible casting choices. The twins were awful. That other woman whose name I keep forgetting. Ugh, and Jim, I can't. I couldn't be more tired of them. Whenever they circle back on like People.com because of like some dumb. 
whatever the fuck assault allegation that happened on some flight of theirs. It's like I enough with them. I don't want it's Brooks Ayers. It's the New Jersey Brooks Ayers. I don't care about them. I don't give a shit. And for whatever reason, when they stay in the news, I'm like, whatever. Jersey to me is probably I don't know how this is possible because they have such an a, an, a name recognition all star in Teresa. But I don't see how it could last much longer without a huge like rewashing of the cast. I don't know how it would be possible. I love Dolores. I enjoy her. I like Siggy an awful lot and enjoy her. Mo- you don't love Siggy. What what changed your opinion? Um, Siggy's a Trump supporter. The yeah, which she like talked about on Instagram, which like broke my heart. Um, but yeah, Siggy and Dolores, I'm both really into, but they're not gonna, they don't supply drama. Ooh. They're, I just li- like and appreciate and enjoy them and think they're good TV. I think that Dolores has given us some good TV moments. I do. And I am really super into her relationship with her ex-husband. I don't know what it is, but I find him like adorable. Like mm-hmm. I like the two of them together. Jacqueline, I don't know what to say, except I don't think she can be back unless Danielle Staub is. I don't trust Danielle for a single second. I think Teresa knows not to trust her, but is using her to fuck with Jacqueline. And Melissa has aligned herself so closely with Teresa at this point that I don't know what else. I know that I think that Melissa knows not to fuck with Teresa ever again and to be like just a silent support to her because it would fuck with her real time family Mm -hmm. in a way that she couldn't allow ever again and that her husband wouldn't allow ever again. So I guess the two of them are a pair. I mean, I don't know how you can resolve this in an interesting way, except I guess to bring back Danielle, which breaks my heart. I don't want that to happen. Do you want that to happen? Danielle was the worst. It's going to be that great television then. I think it's worse than that because Kelly, it's like low blows, but Kelly's a fucking moron. I think Danielle knows that she's evil and she like revels in it. I think Danielle Staub is like black magic. Like (laughs) I don't think it's going to be good. But I guess we'll be stay tuned and we'll see what happens. Now, I mean, I don't know what's I don't know what to say except like do we know they if, need to do some real deep we know, we know soul that, searching. We know Atlanta's coming back Sunday. We know Beverly Hills is coming back soon because we saw the trailer. Right. And we know New York is obviously coming back um, at some point. Um, Potomac is supposed to be coming back. Do How is think- Potomac going to come back? Why is Potomac coming back? It apparently did really well. For what? Yes, I mean, versus great. versus Dallas, which I can't believe they're recording Dallas right now. Oh, are they? Is that true? Yeah, but where, I don't know anything. Did you hear that? Um, the the peeps were talking. I read something about it. <laughs> I forgot, but I honestly didn't even click the article, and I it said like casting changes in Dallas, and I didn't click it. Oh my god, I I hundred percent will. I'm assuming Leanne will be back. I think it's just gonna be Leanne talking to herself, muttering and crying <laughs> with our like boyfriend cop for. 44 minutes a week plus commercials. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be a strange, interesting um, journey with them. Is there anything else that you would like to say as we wrap up? So exciting. Such a pleasure to have you back, my OG friend of. Thank you for having me. So thrilled to do it. Anything that you're looking forward to? Um, Thanksgiving. (laughs) Okay. Guys, on that note, I'm stuffed. Oh, see what I did there? Wasn't oh, that adorable? Well done. Thank you so much. Thanks Guys, for me. such a pleasure. Shout out to the OG of the AG, Damien, for joining us this week. Next week, an exclusive interview with Leah Black, and you won't believe what she has to say a whole fucking ton. Bye, guys. Talk to you next week. <laughs>